This guy's methodical, exacting, and worst of all, patient. He's a nutbag. Just because a uh, fucker's got a library card doesn't make him a Yoda. Well, get on with it, man. Just don't stand there. You get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up. I've seen a part of myself no man should ever see. No, I don't feel all right. None of us feel all right. I, I, I never really know where I fit in. Here's what I hate about... Yeah, I'll save it for the podcast. I'll save it for the yeah, podcast. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Um, yeah, actually, that's a, that's a good place to start. We'll go ahead and include that in there. And welcome to the episode, this episode of Discoursers. I'm here with Dustin Richardson. Hello, how you hey, doing? Good, sir. Doing very well. And I usually go over the, the four rules. I don't know if I'm going to do more rules or not, but the whole thing's about good discourse. Okay. That's it. Uh, rule number one, keep it civil. Let's both get out of here alive and right. in one piece. This is your house. That would be really bad if I fuck shit up in here. Indeed. I got a whole closet full of guns <laughs> over there, too. So it is Florida. I can stand my ground all I want. Uh, rule number two, if one is offended, aggravated, they ask the other person to explain. I don't think mm -hmm. we're going to have that fucking problem. I, I like that philosophy in life. I, I agree. 100%. Uh, number three. Only interrupts the other person, exhausting an answer, grandstanding, you know, going on and on, not really getting a new point. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a tricky one. You can't really do it correctly, okay. but whatever. Number four, be yourself. That's who I want to meet. All right. Oh, awesome. Oh. Yep. All right. And here we are. Uh, Dustin, you've been doing comedy for two years. Yeah, right? a little bit over two years. I, uh, I'm actually really excited because I'm doing the 621 NX today, or mm -hmm. actually in a, maybe two hours. Right, the, and what is it called, the Cavalcade of Savings or something like that? I honestly didn't even pay attention to the okay. flyer. I'm just <laughs> gotcha. on the show, like just tell me when and where and I'll be there, tell me the amount of minutes and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was, they had a comedy night there uh, over two years ago and my mother was like, hey, you should, you should go to it. Um, so I went to it and I was not doing stand-up at the time and I saw comedians like Caleb C. Thomas, David Leonard. I love them all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was the one that introduced me to Tallahassee stand-up. And I saw this, all these great comedians, and I was like, man, I just, I want to do this so bad. And I talked to Caleb after the show. I was like, hey, uh, I don't mean to bother you. I, I guess I thought they were like famous comedians or some shit. Right, right. But I was like, uh, where do you do this around town? He was like, there's an open mic at Birds tonight, actually. Mm -hmm. So I went over to Birds with no material. It was like, it was the, uh, oh shit, what was it? The Tallahassee Comedy Showcase open mic. I went and fucking bombed for five minutes with no material that I had. Right. I just told stories that I thought were funny around the table. Yeah, everybody starts out that Yeah, way. and yeah. That, was, that was how I got started in comedy. I ate shit and I was like, this is what I want to do. Right. So, yeah. two years later, I finally get to perform at this venue, super excited. And uh, yeah, here we are, man, living life. Fucking right. It's awesome. It's, a, it's like a, a nice uh, completing the cycle. Yeah. You know? It's good. Uh, you, you've also been running a, uh, a, a, a comedy show up in, uh, what was it at? Colquitt? So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Colquitt, Georgia. Colquitt. Everybody yeah. says Colquitt. Everybody has their own little saying of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to call it hell. Is <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, it's, a, it's a small little conservative town. So you live there? 
Uh, I actually live in the county over. Okay. But I mean, if you're from one county around there, you're from all of them. Right. So you call it home. Yeah. It's a small little, uh, small little piece of Wonderland. Very conservative, small town. Very Baptist. Uh, a lot of people I book talent from like Atlanta, Savannah, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, and most of these places that I've, like I hit up the Atlanta scene and I was like, hey, I do a sh I run a show in Cockwood, Georgia, and one dude commented. Cockwood doesn't seem like the comedy community. It isn't, but fuck you, we're trying. Right. So yeah, yeah. I'm. It's about to hit its one year. I'm super excited. You usually get a good turnout. Uh, yeah. Uh, the first night we exceeded the fire limit, over 100 people, and nice. since then we've been getting a regular 15 to 30. So that's a good little. It's not like a huge crowd. To the it's area. Nothing, yeah. yeah. So yeah. for that, sometimes Birds has less in mm -hmm. Tallahassee. So for a little place like Cockwood to get a crowd like that, it's. It's really exciting to me. And right. I get to do what I like, which I'm going to school right now for marketing. Okay. So I get to market on Facebook. I get to pass out flyers. I make all my own flyers. Mm -hmm. And one important thing to me with comedy is yes, it's talent and writing, but it's also about connections. Mm -hmm. And when I book these comedians from Atlanta, Columbus, Georgia, Savannah, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, whatever. Mm -hmm. If I'm ever in that area, I can just hit them up and be like, hey, do you know anybody that can get me a show? So it's about making connections and just really like, running a show is hard as shit and you get to learn. You know, like learning, man, learning's, yeah. learning's fun. Yeah, I would imagine that's difficult. Uh, getting up uh, comedians is like rounding up cats. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, people are always canceling all kind of weird shit. Oh yeah, no, I haven't. I don't think I've run a show yet that someone hasn't canceled on. Right. So every mm -hmm. it's a thing. I cancel mm -hmm. shows. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I just saw. I saw. I was uh, Facebook stalking you earlier. Uh, yeah. I saw your. Uh, I, I saw that you went to go see Elton John. Yes, I did. That um, fucking awesome. It was amazing. Uh, we had uh, nosebleed seats. We were almost sitting behind the stage, honestly, which. It was in the Phillips Arena. It's where the Atlanta Hawks play. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely amazing. Um, it it kind of shocked me because there was 16,000 people there, but I think there were people from like the Westboro Baptist uh, Church or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe not that church, but they hold that same like uh, values. Right. They days were of, all yeah. days going to hell. It, there yeah. was uh, like a dude with all his family and shit at like 11 o'clock at night while we were going in to see the concert. You're going to hell if you go see Elton John. There's 16,000 people here, buddy. If you And we've paid hundreds of dollars to see this fucking show. Right. If you think anybody's over oh, going to hell, fuck my $500. Yeah, no, fuck Elton John. It's only his last time he'll ever perform in Atlanta because it was his farewell tour. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, oh, it, it kind of shocked me, though. I'm like, wow, if people, this man's been performing for over 50 years and people are still picketing outside of his fucking shows right. and shit. And it's like, Indeed. really, he's performing at the biggest venue in Atlanta and you think your whatever bullshit you and your bullshit family is going to stop anybody from going in here. Right. Well, it, I mean, you think about the relevance that he's had on culture versus the relevance that they have on culture. Yeah. And you just look at him and it's pathetic. I'm about to fuck up this water. It's, 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 it's fucking pathetic. Um, I don't know, man. Coming from the town that I, I was, a, I was raised Baptist, uh, I had a, for the viewers that probably don't know me, I was uh, I was raised by two lesbian parents uh, my, my whole life. I, I know nothing else than parents of the L LGBTQ community. 
And uh, it was weird because as a kid, you don't really understand shit, you know. Mm -hmm. So they tried to take me to church. We, even though come from a gay family, tried to hold traditional Southern values. Mm -hmm. And they took me to Baptist church, me and my older brother. Um, what, what Baptist church was it? I'd rather not name. Yeah. Uh, but as a kid, you don't understand things. When I got a certain age, I was like, wow, these people treat my family, members of the church, like complete shit. Right. And they did. Mm -hmm. And it Was it more like a, like a bless your heart sort of way, like passive aggressive? Or was it like overt? It, it was... I, I hate this. It was like one of those don't hate the person, hate the sin thing. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah it's like, exactly what oh, it man, we need to pray that you get a dad. I was like, no, mine's in prison. He's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like, sorry. He's got three hots and a cot. He's yeah. cool. Here's like, what I say. Uh, I accept Jesus Christ as my father because just like my father, I've never seen this man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this man is, but you hear right. all these stories. Uh, he walked on water, or he was on yeah. heroin, so he thought he could at least. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he's probably just as emaciated. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's, But yeah, but my parents, they they did a lot more than I could have. They went through a lot more adversity or adversity than I could have trying to raise me and my brother in a southern home. Mm -hmm. I, I remember as a kid, I, would, I was allowed to go to friends' house, but friends could never come to my house for some reason. Right. And as a kid, I was like, dude, my fucking house sucks. Right. I know we don't have Guitar Hero, we have Rock Band, but it's right. still fun, you don't want to come. But then growing up, you're like, oh, their parents fucking hated my parents. Yeah. And they were like, no, don't go over there, Jimmy, they're gonna turn you gay, mm -hmm. like, which is a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, it's in the water. They, yeah. Your parents put that in the water, just come over, and next thing you know, your friends wanna suck your dick. <laughs> shit gets weird. Like, what happened? We let Jimmy go to the gay's house for one night, and he just came sucking off the doorknob. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, uh... <sighs> <laughs> people are people, man. We, we, my parents go to the bank. They go to their job just like every other fucking parent. Mm -hmm. Man, it's 2019. Maybe people are starting to realize that. But yeah, sa I think sadly, I think it's trickling down into like the. Because even now, people will like talk shit, but they only talk shit usually on the internet. Yeah, like that. Not in real life. They'll still, yeah. which is good yeah. that it's really re relocated, mm -hmm. I guess, to the internet, yeah. not in real life. Yeah. You know, which is, but it's still there. Yeah. I guess. Like I had, uh, actually I do couch surfing. Yeah. Uh, which is like a website that where mm -hmm. you let people stay with you and you can stay with other people for free uh, through like a basically complimentary system, cultural exchange mm -hmm. sort of thing. And I had, uh, not last night, but the night before, I had two gay guys from Israel. Yes. Um, wow. Staying here. And they got married in New York City because mm -hmm. uh, marriage is still uh, illegal in Israel. Mm -hmm. And apparently, it, it's a loophole. Like, if you get married in the U.S., it still holds over in the in yeah. Israel. Which really? Is awesome. Wow. Yeah. But they they had found that they they got treated very fucking differently as well. Not only just being obvious fucking by their accents, yeah, obvious foreigners and Jewish, mm -hmm. but also gay. And I was yeah. like, Jesus, you just need black, and you just have <laughs> fucking like like fucking discrimination bingo going on here. Like, <laughs> It's kind of a similar story with my parents. I mean, they didn't have to go out of the fucking country to get married, but it was illegal in Georgia at the time. So mm -hmm. I think I was like, oh, "Is it legal now?" Oh yeah, it's legal. Okay, right. I think it was. I, th I was like fourteen at the time. We we flew to San Francisco for them to get married. Uh, oh word! At the courthouse, and it was just a great trip. But m my parents, my biological mother's name was uh, her last name was Reynolds. 
Mm-hmm. And my last name was obviously Reynolds, me and my brothers. Uh, but when they got married, she took my other mother's name, which is Richardson. Right. And for some reason, me and my brother's last name didn't go to Richardson because it was illegal in Georgia at the time. So okay. I recently just legally got my last name changed to Richardson. Where? Through, so, your, through your own? Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, it, nice, I, it, it. it's something I had thought about for, honestly, years. And it kind of pissed me off because I was like, if a, if a heterosexual couple would have got married, then the kids would have took the last name. Right. But mm-hmm. it's this just wasn't the case. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, after... Hundreds of dollars later, I <laughs> I got my name changed. Wait, it's only a couple hundred bucks. Like it's... I think it was probably fucking hundred dollars a letter. I don't know. I think it was like eight hundred. It was a lot. Oh yeah. It was a fucking oh, lot. Okay. Yeah. But it, I, I basically I approached my parents and I basically told them like, hey, I've thought about this for a while. Um, I'm willing to pay for it. Uh, and then people say my stepmom. I don't like that term because right. I, it, I, if someone honestly. Why isn't a step parent? I'm about to get way off track here. Go for it. But I got ADD out of the ass. So just fuck it. So why do people give like step parents like not as much credit as the real parent? If anything, I feel like that's more noble because there's no obligation to fucking be there. They choose that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. If I just like walk into, uh, if I get in a relationship and that woman has a kid, I could easily just be like, you know what? Fuck this. You're gonna throw up and piss me off and eventually get someone pregnant i'm not gonna like that yeah and just whatever they've so, already got bad habits from yeah. like the other yeah. previous family thing that mm-hmm. was going on and all the other shit so or, or different habits i mm-hmm. should say exactly bad, but so trying to tie that back to what i was saying before is she's been there for 20 years they've both been there for 20 years mm-hmm. so i'm like god damn it they're both if they could both be biological parents then fuck it that's what i would do right so mm-hmm. oh god where was i going with this yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the original point. Whatever. Gay people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've always found the, uh, I always liked the challenge uh, of going to a gay bar and uh, like with some of my friends that were gay mm-hmm. and you, you get the guys that come up, that come up to you and want to feed you as much drinks as possible. Yeah. To see if you'll turn gay. And I'm like, all right, I'll take the free drinks. But yeah. I can guarantee you right now, I, I haven't, <laughs> like I'm going on 39 and I've been pretty fucking shit faced. <laughs> And I've never sucked a dick, so <laughs> we'll see. Well, I grew up around friends, and I, I'm a person to where I believe that just because I have some or I know someone that believes completely different values than me mm-hmm. doesn't mean we still can't be friends, that we can't set aside. Half right. my fucking friends don't believe in gay marriage. They don't. Right. Or they mm-hmm. don't believe in half the views that I believe in. And that's okay. Just don't shove it down my throat and I won't shove it down your throat. Right. And if we can have healthy conversations and learn from each other, why do you believe the way you do? Why do I believe the way I do? As long as we can have great conversation and learn from each other, I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. That's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. And I, I've had friends growing up there like oh if a gay person ever hit on me i'd i'd punch him in the face or just something like that and i'm like why dude yeah. women don't even hit on me most of the time yeah, i yeah. get i get facebook messages hey cutie it's some damn dude with makeup i'm like i'll take it yeah, hey yeah, how yeah. are you man it's a fucking compliment yeah i'm not gay but i'm I'll, i'm open to compliments women right. don't throw them enough at me so i'm like whichever one of you guys yeah, want to throw i'll take them. whatever you got yeah like, sure yeah. why not dude <laughs> Bring on the compliments. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, uh, yeah, you're saying that, like, for, so you're, well, not your stepmom, but your mom, yeah. your, your other mom, you yeah. say, been around for 20 years. You're 20 years old, yes. right? 
you're still figuring shit out. You're going in for uh, marketing. Yes. You're doing comedy, mm-hmm. which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Really, which <laughs> essentially. That's why I like running a show, is because I get to do, I get to work on all these different ways of marketing. Like for the show, for the one year anniversary show, I'm getting 10 performers, I'm gonna have three judges, the winner gets $50. But I'm giving an additional $50 to the performer that brings the most audience members. Mm. So the way I look at it, 10 performers, uh, they average bringing five people each, that's 50 audience members. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I basically, in a way, put it on the performers. I'm like, this show is good, is, is, is gonna be as good as you want it to be. Right, You know, right, right. Help me help you, please. Right. I've went through, I've paid for Facebook ads, which fucking suck. They suck, they yeah, don't yeah. do shit. I've actually been debating about that with the podcast myself. It's like a... Mm, with a podcast, it might be so... Because all you have to do is click a link. Mm-hmm. If you promote like a flyer for a show, mm-hmm. people have to click interested and going, then actually go to the fucking show. And right. So, I mean, really for a podcast, that might would be a smart thing. Because all you got to do is literally click a link. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I may do it too for mine. Fuck it. Right. Yeah, yeah. we'll find out together. And you have a podcast? Right. Yes, the Richardson Rant, formerly known as the Reynolds Rant. That was a bitch. The change on Spotify. <laughs> right. I would imagine. Um, Dude, the, just getting on Apple. Yeah. Was like, I the process of getting mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Was yeah. Ridiculous. It almost made me not do it. Honestly. Yeah. What app do you use? Uh, I use Podbean. Pod. Okay. Yeah. You told me mm-hmm. that before. It's like 14 um, bucks and they automatically, you just hit a button. And it's a and distributor it basically. Automatic, yeah, and it automatically applies. Well, you also, yeah, you also put the, you put the podcast on there okay. as well. And then you just hit one button to apply for Spotify. Okay. That's it, one really? button. And then you're, that's it, you're done. So I use a uh, app called Anchor mm-hmm. and I upload, have you, ever, have you heard of it? I haven't. Um, no. It's a free app. You upload any pot. You can record the podcast from your phone. I mm. never do because I just feel like that's. You can do the same with Podbean. Yeah, well. I feel yeah. like that's why I do that. Right. Um, especially if doesn't the app send you free mics? No, 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 no. So no. what app sends you free mics? No, that wasn't an app. That was a, a. I bought. That was me buying it from Amazon. Okay. I bought these stupid. mics from Amazon. Oh, okay. And then when you leave a review, I think it was called Niacom or something yeah. like that. I don't remember. This is like the dual head lapel mic or whatever. Okay. Uh, but then they sent me the other single one for free for leaving a review. Okay. So, okay. Which was awesome. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, damn, dude. I'm granted. I'm supporting the Chinese economy. But whatever. <laughs> I don't care, dude. As <laughs> long as damn commies. As long as podcast gets what it wants, who gives a fuck? Who right. Exactly. Want? Yeah. Let the world burn. At least, <laughs> people, can At least people can listen to me talk shit. <laughs> I uh, I actually I just got a sponsor. Um, Oh, word. Uh, yeah, I got sponsored from Spotify. Uh, the Anchor app will actually send you sponsors that they feel like fits your um, podcast the most. Huh. And because almost all my plays come through Spotify. So what, like Blue Chew? Yeah, a little bit. So all I got to do is like record a, uh, like a 30-second to two-minute commercial. Mm-hmm. And it just it's at the beginning of each of the shows. And I think they give me like $17 per thousand plays. Now, of course, I've made 30 fucking cents. But right, yeah. yeah why not? It's really not even for the money. It's more of just say, hey, I'm sponsored by Spotify. Right. Kind of give, a, gives it a sense of legitimacy. Yeah. It's like yeah. I'm official, you know. Right. But I'm really going to try and hold off as long as possible on mm-hmm. that, to tell you the truth, because this, this is way too organic. Yeah. And I don't want to interrupt it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't know. I don't even, I, don't even, I think my name has only been said once in this. I'm not even after that. 
yeah. any of that shit. It's just, I want it to be just be a good comp that people can just put on and listen to a conversation. Yeah. That's it. Awesome, dude. Uh, yeah. Of people who have different different views on shit and, and just a raw, uncensored uh, view of, you know, people having lesbian parents or like, I've had two Jewish people on here and like one gay black guy, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and just like shoot the shit with them and make fun of them for being gay or yeah. Jewish. It reminds me of Iceland yeah. in a way. Iceland? Yeah, Viceland. You don't want. Oh, Viceland. Yeah, uh, Viceland. Uh, dude, if, the accent. It's. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should hear me when I'm drunk. I'm. Uh, how y'all doing? <laughs> Who's this guy? Elmer Flood. <laughs> right. What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. So that's why I, I try to stay away from like alcohol and drugs and shit because I'm just like, who the fuck are y'all? Right. I sound immediately racist. Right, I'm like right. I'm not, but. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Especially being a comedian, if you're gonna yeah. do anything that's. Um, I think Caleb's kind of found a way around that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Because he's still got that country accent. Yes. But he's found a way to word it just well enough. I yeah. mean, he's got, I wouldn't say one-liners, but they're short. Yeah. And he's like really compacted them and choose, chosen the words properly. But even with his country accent, yeah. it still works. Yeah, okay. me, I, I, me and Caleb, or Caleb reminds, he, what the fuck am I trying to say? I see myself a lot as him because he grew up in a really small Christian town. Um, he was actually like, I think he worked in Christian ministries. He did. He went, he went to Haiti with the Christian yeah. ministry. Wow. Yeah. He was in Haiti for like a year, I think. Oh, really? Christian ministry. I did not know this. Mm -hmm. Also found out he has lip tattoos. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, upper and bottom lip. Yeah. Huh. I found that out at the tattoo show because Sleepy was like, does anybody have tattoos? I was like, got my first one. Mm -hmm. And then Caleb just fucking pulls up in his goddamn gums. <laughs> Right, it's just, right. I don't even know what it said. It's probably faded. I don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's a he's. I don't know, man. I got a couple of friends that did that. They they fade within like a couple of years, yeah. two years. It's always renewing the skin there and just. I hate to do this, but yeah. I got the bladder of a fucking yeah, man. Go for animal it. Animal cracker. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah. I, let me piss. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Should I take the mic with yeah. me to hear you pee? There you go. Pee. That would work. All right. That's raw and uncensored. <laughs> for real. Who did I invite into my fucking house? <laughs> right, right. All right, we're back. Quick interruption for the bladder of an animal cracker. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Joke of the day. Tell them up tonight. Right. Uh, so yeah, so you're 20, and uh, you know I'm 39, so I've kind of been through the rounds on that one. Yep. Um, how do you how do you think you're approaching? Not to be condescending about, but I guess like adulthood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. full on, like really kind of coming into yourself. Well, uh, like I said, I, I had a conversation with someone the other day and they, they told me it was like, well, it, it looks like you turned out really good. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm still turning out. My personal belief is, I mean, maybe when I'm 39, I'll have, I'm sure I'll have a different opinion oh, yeah. of this, but mm -hmm. I, I feel like people never in a way start, stop turning out. The mm -hmm. moment you stop turning out is like, just basically turning out is basically, oh, you're done changing as mm -hmm. a person, uh, mentally, physically, and I never want to stop changing as a person for better. Well, there are plenty of people that do that. Yeah. They don't turn out to be good, good okay, they don't turn out to be well-rounded people. Yeah. But there yeah. are plenty of people that do that. Yeah, definitely. It's, just, it's kind of laziness, really. Mm -hmm. Like, you just get kind of, there's just a lot of things that happen in life, and sooner or later, you just, like, stop giving a shit. No. Surround yeah. yourself with people that don't agree with you all the time. Yes. That have different mm -hmm. beliefs than you do. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how you learn. If you if you hang around yes men all the time, mm -hmm. it's like, hey, is this good? Yes, everything you do is perfect. Right. Then you just you stopped turning out. 
Yep. Yeah, don't peak it. Fuck it. I'm trying was, not to peak it. Well, what was it going to be men? You were sexist? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We're racing a house full of women, that, man. That's a hashtag for you right yeah, there. There we go. Just fucking cancel me before I even get on. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, I can't even post to Facebook without people being like, hey, you're a bitch. Like, right, right. I'm sorry. I just, I, th- I had an opinion. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Well, you know, you're not really allowed to have an independent opinion these days. It's gotta like, it's gotta be like fifty percent your own opinion, fifty percent whatever line you follow, whether it be yeah. like being a super liberal or conservative or whatever it might be. And if you fall somewhere in the middle and it doesn't make sense to people, yeah, you'll actually have both attack you, which is very strange to for that to happen. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I okay, so. My first year of college, I got a track scholarship to run for a Christian school in Tennessee uh, in a very Christian Baptist town. It reminded me of home, which isn't the best thing in the world. Um, so I, I used to thought, think that I was like a really big liberal and I was this and that. Mm-hmm. And um, I went up there and most of those people were very extremely conservative. Mm-hmm. And I used... I used to think like, man, these people fucking suck. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come to Tallahassee and I'll hear people who I thought I agreed with liberal wise. And I'm like, dude, these people fucking suck. They really do. Right. Here, here's what I hate with politics. I hate, and I, I'm not, I don't really pay attention to politics. I just have my own ignorant opinions, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think everybody does. I but agree. I hate extreme conservatives that are like, my way is the right way, and no one can ever deter me from this. Right. And I hate very extreme liberal, uh, liberals, fucking idiot, right. liberals that are like my way or the highway. It's I'm right about everything, and anybody else who doesn't agree with me is sexist, homophobic, mm. racist, right. a piece of shit, a, a, a Nazi. Yeah, a Nazi. Yeah. yeah, I'm such. I mean, blonde hair, blue eyes. I could maybe fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd, I'd live maybe. You guys can't see it, but he's got on a shirt with swats going it right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> People think that I, I dress like a very shitty like youth pastor. Just the flannels. I wear Christian shirts because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They were just free, and I was like, I like that fucking shirt. Right, right. It's like, man, you went to what is this global ministry too? No, mm-hmm. I just got the free shirt for signing the waiver. I didn't go though. Right. No. Hey, free right. shirts, free shirt. Yeah, for real. I don't care what. It, well, maybe I care what it is. Yeah, even. <laughs> I was about to say something very risky yeah. there. <laughs> well, what you don't know is like you, know, you go to put it on, and then it says like "kill all the gays" on the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a swastika, free yeah. shirt's a free yeah. shirt, man. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you. Yeah, no, maybe that's not a good argument. See, I even right. I even catch myself saying stupid shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we all say stupid shit, man. Like that's you're wearing an Atari shirt. Mm-hmm. That's a shirt I would pay for. Mm. That's a, what guy is that your favorite are you big in the video games yeah 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 well i used to be used, used to be really to be. big then i realized that i had to cut back to get shit done yeah, yeah. you know yeah that's yeah. the part of being because, i just uh sorry to cut you off no you're fine you, go ahead oh i was gonna say I, I do uh wing chun kung fu probably three four days a week yeah uh i do this podcast i do comedy every now yeah. and then not as much as a lot of other people but every now and then so I'm not looking to become a famous comedian. That's just kind of like sharpening up my speaking skills, my writing skills. So kind of like a hobbyist. Not really a hobbyist because it ties into what I'm doing. Yes. It's it's a small part of it, yeah. but it ties into the whole thing yeah. because my ultimate goal is to, with the Discoursers Project is to have a travel show mm-hmm. where I go around, continue the podcast, I talk to people, and I promote 
discourse on an international level yeah, that's bad instead ass. of a very local level. Yeah. So the the comedy thing, be able to you know think quickly and all this other stuff, and and all this other stuff. Obviously, I know how to think quickly, um, and tying that in with how does your writing? Because I'm already a writer, like I get paid to yeah. write. How does that tie in to actually saying it mm-hmm. and to delivering it to an audience? So comedy is like a, a comedy is a direct way of doing that. Yeah. When you're up on stage, you wrote this thing. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You go up on stage and it doesn't work. Yeah. On paper, it was amazing. You go up on stage and everyone looks at you like, all right, next, yeah. next joke. Um, I always say this. It's like, man, comedy's so hard. What, what, what all goes into it? The first part is it's a writing job. Mm-hmm. And then the more you do it, the more your stage presence come. And then when you have the stage presence and then you have the writing down, because with stage presence comes timing, uh, likability, stuff right. like that. Once mm-hmm. you have that in the writing, bam, you're fucking good to go. Right. But with most comedians, they lack on the writing or they lack on stage presence. Mm-hmm. To me, I feel like I lack on the writing. Right. I enjoy writing. I write quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I've never really been a great writer. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, oh. It's just practice. Yeah, it, that, that's exactly what it is. It's just yeah. practice. She's got it. It's like erosion. You just got to keep fucking putting the water over the rock, man. Eventually, yeah. it will fucking sculpt something. Just like everything else. It's a grind, man. Yeah. You just got to grind, grind, grind. Got to grind that weed, homeboy. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly stupid. it. Stupid. Uh, you do, uh, I was talking about doing Wing Chun. You do uh, jujitsu. Yes. Uh, I I did it for the first time. Actually, here in Tallahassee at a place called Train Fight Win. Uh, I took a few classes here, like, uh, was it individual, I guess? Uh, like, personal classes. I really enjoyed it, but at the time I was running track and cross country, and mm-hmm. I was about to get a scholar, uh, college, a college scholarship. Mm-hmm. By the way, I talk, you wouldn't think I've went or going to college, but right. I was focused on that. Is what well, I'm saying. Southern college, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> t- you're like top of your class, yeah. Southern college. An 0.0 GPA gets you <laughs> in there. Are you alive? Well, you, well welcome to a mission. Right. So you fucking come in, dude. But uh. Yeah, so I, I did it and I really enjoyed it. I, I've always been a fan of UFC since I was a child. I love mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's really my favorite sport besides track and field. I, I really, I'm not even that big into football and basketball and baseball and shit. So right. I like mixed martial arts. And well, that's just fucking un-American. Yeah, I know. I'm just communist bitch. Right. I'm a fucking Nazi. Fuck Nazi man. communist. Where's my God, free damn. shirt? Damn it. But um, yeah, so uh, I've started back now. I'm a little. In- teeny weeny white belt mm-hmm. it's humbling to just go get your ass whooped every day it's like man i'm not bad at all i'm not a tough dude people could fucking kill me with their hands right i never knew that or their <laughs> exactly. legs or fucking thighs there's dudes in there that could fucking kill me with one arm right and i'm mm-hmm. just like man this is fucking humbling yeah yeah it, i uh i made somebody tap out the other day we go to the ground at my mm-hmm. kung fu place as well yeah uh, I, I made somebody tap out by choking them out with their own arm really well yeah well, really what I don't even think I've heard of that style of like, yeah. fighting. What is it? Because I know Taekwondo is like more kick-based. Uh, Wing Chun Kung Fu is, it's like a derivative of Shaolin Kung Fu, okay. but it's not as fancy. Okay. You know, like do a lot of spins and jump in the air and acrobatic yeah. stuff and things like that. This is a very, it's more based in boxing okay. than it is anything. Yeah, that's cool. And it's all based on center line. Okay. So a lot of other stuff, like you're trying to kick to the side or punch to the side, or you're doing a hook punch, stuff like that. So there's real life aspects to it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like we go about as full as you can without pads. Like we still end up with like bloody nose yeah. every now and then. That's awesome. Man. Some bruises here and there. But uh, it's mostly all about, you don't focus on anything else but this. Yeah. You're going forward and you're going towards whatever, wherever their main organs are yeah. and their face and their head. Yeah. That's it. You don't That's focus awesome. anything else. You get everything else out of the way so you can focus on this. Yeah, dude, that shit is so like, there's so many guys out here that think they know how to fight and they're like, man, I'll, I'll, I'll beat some MMA fighters ass. They think all that fancy shit and it's not really fancy shit. Right. It's just like, like a, uh, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but like a rear naked chub. Mm-hmm. It's, there's actually skill to that. Oh yeah. And it's not just fucking grabbing somebody's neck and choking. There's actually places you need to put your legs, mm-hmm. not cross your legs. I don't know, it's just, right. I enjoy the learning aspect of it and it's very humbling because uh, growing up in a southern town, there's a bunch of redneck ego boosters. Right. And it's like, I'll whoop his ass. Yeah. And whatever racist thing they could say mm-hmm. so you grow up hearing that and i'm like yeah i could whoop somebody's ass too no i can't right i'm yeah, like a 140 pound white yeah. white kid i'm not whooping anybody a lot else. of a lot of guys who watch ufc are like that yeah at first i was like oh i've watched a bunch of ufc yeah i know, I know. what i know what i've been watching this to 2008 that's as good as training right come here bitch exactly uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know not trying to get mad indeed man yeah it was it was very humbling when i first started out too how long have you been doing it uh two years now two years Almost awesome two years. we don't really have belts or state we have we have stages of forms. Like mm-hmm. you get a new form when you kind of like level up, mm-hmm. I guess, in a way. Uh, when you're when when you've, you're shown to be competent. Okay. In a way, uh, but really, the the competence is is just selected by Sifu as he works out with you. Mm-hmm. So he's going at you, he's going at you, and he's like taking it kind of easy. Mm-hmm. And then you pull off something on him. Like one time, I knocked him to the ground. Yeah. Which freaked me out. Yeah. You know, because I got my foot behind his and I like mm-hmm. pushed him down. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like what just happened here? <laughs> you know? And then he gets up and he like brushes off his shirt, like joking, you know what I mean? And he looks at me with that like, wicked smile that he has. And I'm like, shit, I just leveled up. He's about to own me. So he knows how to step it up. You know? Yeah. It's very, yeah. It's, it evolves as when you're working out with him. Yeah. I, I, I roll with uh, my instructor, coach, I guess coach, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I know he could fucking kill me. I know he could. He tapped me out forty fucking times in a minute if he wanted to. Right. But he 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 never does. Right. When, when we roll, uh, he gets me in positions basically that he wants me to get out of. Mm-hmm. And if I can't get out of it, we'll keep going. Then at the end of the round, he'll be like, "Hey, when we were here, like in half guard, you should have fucking did this mm-hmm. instead of that." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's why you were beating my ass right there. Oh, that's why you were beating my ass right there." Mm-hmm. So it's. Well, it's a really good thing to like, because I teach, we have a family style, so I mm-hmm. teach as well, in mm-hmm. a way, with seafood there. I'm not like a, I'm yeah. not like a master myself, but yeah. I teach basically people that are younger than me mm-hmm. on the Kung Fu scale. And uh, to give people an opening, yeah. so like, to, to they, they, you don't necessarily tell them you're going to give them an opening, but you give them an opening and like mm-hmm. try and direct them toward it and be yeah. like, this is kind of where I fucked up yeah. right here. Focus on this, you know, that way you can get in here. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they pay attention. Yeah. And if they don't, that's their own fault. Yeah. All right. Well, I, all right. Well, what what is your opinion on? I would say jujitsu, but or, or UFC, but we'll just say sports in general, I guess, especially combat sports. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you were coming to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, on basically men transitioning to be a woman and competing in women in women combat sports. We'll just stick with combat sports. We're not going to go with the other sports, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
So this is going to make me sound uh, transphobic in a way, and I, I am in no way... If I sound offensive, then I'm sorry. I'm not trying... I'm trying to not come from an offensive place. I'm mm -hmm. trying to come from a place of... I've, I've, I've played basketball, I've played baseball, I've played football. I ran track and cross country for over a decade. That's, well, that was my life before comedy. It really was. That was my life. Jiu-jitsu, I've boxed a little bit. I've done so many fights. Sports. Sports right. honestly saved my fucking life. It really did. It got me out of the fucking house. Yeah. My parents pushed me to play sports. And I, I have no problem with a man transitioning to a woman or a woman transitioning to a man. I have no problem. I right. have transgender mm. people in my family. If you want me to call you ma'am or her or sir or they, mm -hmm. no problem. I, if you want to be a woman, then damn it, I, I, will, it. I will respect you. I really will. But I, I do feel like, especially combat, uh, combat sports, is there are certain advantages. If you've been a man for 30 years, 40 mm -hmm. years, and you compete at a high level, in that or whatever sport you're playing mm -hmm. for years and then you trans transition over into a woman mm -hmm. and then you just start fucking breaking female records mm -hmm. this has happened a lot there's yeah. been female records broken in high school from men that transitioned into women like track tons of fucking records broken mm -hmm. high school wrestling yes as well that wrestling as well mm -hmm. uh powerlifting female powerlifting right and i understand what the feminists are saying but also understand if you're such a big feminist, this is hurting biological women. Right. So say if I, I would be fucking pissed if my daughter trained her whole life in uh, mixed martial arts, busted her ass, and then it was her, her big fucking moment. And then someone who used to be a man who's been a man for 20 years, and despite taking uh, things to lower their testosterone, they've still been a fucking man for 20 years, right. and they hold those capabilities of being right. able to lift fucking 60 pounds more, having more, uh, better, just footwork timing, beating the fucking shit out of her and cracking her skull. I shared an article on Facebook. God, I forget the, I forget the woman's name, but uh, she uh, transitions. She's transgender, uh, and she fought a biological woman and cracked her fucking skull. Right. I've I've been watching mixed martial arts for years. I've never seen a female fighter crack another female fighter's skull. I've never seen a male fighter crack another male fighter's skull. Right, that's some serious force. Yeah, some serious. So force. I, I, I think I mean that, that to me that would be the same as as mixing weight classes almost. Yeah, you know, like if you had like a heavyweight against like a middleweight or even a lightweight yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like it would be the same way because yeah. one person is. Even if you say you have two men in the heavyweight, yeah. obviously that person is more biologically geared towards being a bigger yeah. person most of the time. Well, and you put them against someone who's biologically not. Granted, if they really, 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 really worked out a lot, yeah. they might be able to get bigger, but it's not going to be natural. Yeah. And so they're going to have a disadvantage. Yeah. So uh, through running track, the the marathon record for men just hit under two hours. It's an hour and 59 minutes, which is fucking insane. Yeah. And for women, I think the record is like 2.15. And I'm like, oh, it's 16 minutes. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. That's a long fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like a uh, fucking light years difference. In any, any sport, five yeah. seconds is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, it, I don't know. There's if LeBron James fucking transitioned and went to the WNBA, that team's gonna win the goddamn championship. Oh yeah, it mm-hmm. just is what it is. And I, I'm right. not saying that women can't beat men at sports because there's women that could beat my fucking ass. There's yeah. women that could choke me out. There's women that can run fast. I've actually me. been choked out by women before. Yep, yep. I, I've had women beat the shit out of me before. Yep. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. But we were also, I'm also a white belt in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking black belt. Right. <laughs> I'm not a blue belt, I'm not a purple belt. I'm not, cho- I'm not, I'm not choking dudes out. Right. I'm not choking half these damn women out. I'm a bitch, right. but I'm also not a professional right. fighter. You know. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I, I know that's gonna make me sound like a fucking asshole, but I think that's only gonna make you sound like an asshole to people who don't understand yeah. how that works. My concern is biological women, mm-hmm. and I, I yeah, I, I don't want a biological woman to bust her ass and work for a sport or work with a sport that she wants to go to the Olympics in. She wants to be professional because I went to college for running. I've been around female. And I, uh, I've dated fe- uh, female athletes that have busted their ass and gotten $1,000 scholarships to universities. Mm-hmm. And here comes someone who used to be a male, uh, an elite male athlete. And it's like, wow, I've never seen a woman run a 14-minute 5K in my life, but you just fucking did it. Yeah. And maybe it's because 12 months ago you were a dude. <laughs> yeah. And with some of these states, they don't realize. I understand we'll know if they're taking... Uh, pills to make their self more woman-like. I do understand that, but there's some states to where uh, all you need to say is, I'm a woman now. Today I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to take no shit, you don't need to do anything, and go out there and run. Right. If I would have did that, I would have been four-time state champion. Right. <laughs> I just fucking would have. Yeah. But I didn't, so. I don't yeah. know. I, 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 well, it's an interesting, it's, a, it's an interesting paradigm there because yeah. a lot a lot of a lot of women would say that okay, we're we're disadvantaged, yeah. which is absolutely true. Yeah. Like they've been out of the like not really included in the workforce. They've been considered for, through most of history as less of a citizen. Yeah, all of these other things, and now they're they're starting to come up as equals in society. Yeah. which is amazing and awesome. Yeah, that's just fucking great. But this this actually prevents them from still coming up. Yeah. And it's and it's men doing it again. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's our asshole selves doing it again. It's like, hey, you're winning, right? But like, Get out of here. I don't see how you can defend that. You know, it's just like, oh, a, a guy's doing the same thing he's been doing for millions of fucking years. Cool, yeah, come on, or hundreds of thousands of years. Let's put it that way. Half the people yeah. that think that um, transgender women and men should compete in, or uh, men who were transitioned into women should compete. In women's sports, most of those people have never played sports. Right. They don't fucking know how it is. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I could run over a, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. No, you fucking couldn't. Yeah. You really fucking couldn't. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I'd really be interested to see. I'd like to go ask female athletes, biological women athletes, like what their thoughts were on this. If they thought it was fine or if they thought it would be, you know, almost like a disgrace to let this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd be very interested to see what the stats were on that. If you asked 10 female athletes what they thought about this. And if all of them were like, yeah, we don't mind, then well, damn, it might change my mind. Right, But there you go. I really, I, I don't, of course I haven't done the statistics 
but I, I, I'm pretty sure they would go the way. Well, there's only been a few that I've read of um, uh, women in sports yeah. that spoke out against it, and they immediately got the onslaught. Mm. They immediately got the onslaught, onslaught, even though they weren't saying, like, hey, they just shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. They were like, well, we should really think about this. Yeah. We should really think about this. What do they know? They only play that sport as a profession. or <laughs> yeah, right, They don't course. know shit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the armchair fucking quarterback has moved into fucking every aspect of life now. You know? Everybody thinks they know. Like, even in, like, you would just say even in politics now. Yeah. Know? People are like, oh, if I was in politics, I would do this. And I would do that. Like, yeah. no, the fuck you wouldn't. No. Like, even the people that are well-meaning that go into politics get trapped up in the, all this other bullshit. Yeah. It's same thing with sports. You, get, you, you have specific limitations mm-hmm. that are present, and you have to work with them. Yeah. Um, under Yeah, definitely. And... With a track on the college track team, we trained with the women. The women and men trained together. We did mm-hmm. everything. Fucking, we took fucking ice baths together. Right. We fight. We were just. We almost didn't even see gender. I know that probably sounds bullshitty, but right. when you're around that person so much, you see them as a fucking athlete and not like this or that. But right. I will tell you, there was zero times when we were running laps on that track that one of the female athletes passed any of the college male athletes mm-hmm. well actually yeah there was one walk on he didn't that guy doesn't do good but he shouldn't, <laughs> he shouldn't have fucking been there right he, right, he didn't yeah. run those times but right, yeah. for, for the fucking most part yeah now of course a college athlete woman can probably beat a fucking uh, a high school cross-country boy right but you take a college athlete who's a male and a college athlete who's a female, you put them together most of the time. Yeah. Most of the fucking time. And you're training about the same amount of time, same yeah. amount of effort. Yeah. yeah. The male is going to win. You right. Know? It's just, I, I don't know. Sorry, science is a thing. I, I, yeah. I don't know I don't yeah. know what people want me to say. I, I get the fucking onslaught on fucking Facebook for saying it. Then I'm like, oh, well, this lady's skull got cracked. Tell her. Well, it's, it's the fact that, I mean, we all have a... Even even between the same sex, like me and you, we have our different advantages and different yeah. disadvantages mm-hmm. as far as what we can do. Like Some people disagree with this. I think some people are just born with more connective tissue in their brains and can connect things better. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, definitely. Does it make the people who don't have that mm-hmm. less of a person? Oh, does yeah. Does it make them less capable in society? It just means that you're better at certain things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, like some people, they don't have to study for tests, and they'll still ace mm-hmm. them. They can just listen in class, and be like, "All right, I know right. everything you just it's said." Like a didactic memory, yeah. Thing, you know, like, but yeah. some people have to fucking make the flashcards, do the memorization. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "Everyone's on a level playing field." It's a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. Not yeah. every, no one's on a level playing field for the most part. Well, if if we were, it would be fucking boring. Yeah, it would. It would be really boring. That's what I also say about like political views. I'm like, if everybody thought the same. Because a lot of my friends get pissed, like, Dustin, you're going to let that dude say that homophobic shit? And I'm like, well, everybody thought the same. It'd be a weird fucking world, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? It'd just be boring. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, people, when people bring up shit like that to me, like something that's racist or homophobic mm-hmm. or uh, xenophobic just in general, I just start asking them questions. Yeah. Just ask them questions. It's like, well, what the fuck is up with that? Like, why do you believe that? And then, of course, I get labeled as, like, the fucking Nazi because I'm... I'm, yeah. I'm What's what's the word uh, promoting it? I yeah. guess or whatever. Uh, but it's if you don't know where it's coming from, you you can't do anything about it. Yeah, I used to um, I used to 
not blame the person because going up to South Georgia, you hear a bunch of racist, homophobic stuff. A lot of my mm. friends would say it. And I know they think they'd just be joking, and I'm doing air quotations when I say joking. Right, right. But um, I'm not even going to name a bunch of the shit they say. And I, when, right. when I hear these things, I'm like, oh, it's not their fault. The parents taught them. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I kind of start, I, I try to be a deep thinker in this uh, certain aspect of life because then I'm like, no, it's, it's really not their fucking parents' fault. Because if I look at my grandparents, mm-hmm. like my grandpa, I love my grandpa, or I loved my grandpa to death, but he was a racist. He was. Right. That's just that's that's that was the time he Still was. Still my family, yeah. Me, his grandson. I grew up in a time where I fucking idolized black people. Mm-hmm. I idolized Muhammad Ali. I wanted to be these fucking people. Right. Michael Jordan. Yes, I fucking, played basketball yeah. in middle school. I was like, dude, if I could fucking jump like Michael Jordan, maybe I, I'd get in for more than fifteen seconds in the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. It's I used to be like, oh. That's just learned. That's not. There's nothing they can do about it. But then I'm like, man, that is a load of shit. There is something they can do about it. They can fucking get out of bumfuck wherever they live and like go look. Yeah. Like I, I went to Atlanta, and oh, I, I forget where the fuck I was at in Atlanta. It was during the Elton John concert. That was like the day before. We went to like a cafe. Every fucking. Uh, African American in there was just dressed to the teeth, looked so respectable in business attire and this and that. And I was like, man, I'm going to school for business. I want to do stuff like that. I want to, back in fucking my grandpa's age, he'd be like, what the hell is he wearing that for? He ain't, whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, my opinions have changed a lot in the past year. And mm-hmm. I'm sure the older I get, the more they will. Absolutely. Kind of going back to turning out. Never Mm -hmm. stop turning out. Never stop changing. Never stop changing your opinion. Uh, Who fucking knows about the... uh, I I take a pretty strong stance on transgenders in uh, sports. Maybe I'll fucking change my mind. Yeah, maybe there'll be some, like, great leap in how females are able to handle... the the, the, the sports and, like, raise up that level. Maybe it was just a mental block or something. And then they end up pushing through, and then you can... You can just say like, "Oh, I was wrong." Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think saying "I was wrong" is like one of the best things you can ever do for your fucking self. If you find out that you were wrong, yeah, you know, instead of like instead of doubling down, I don't do that a lot. I don't think a lot of people do that. <laughs> uh, I, when I think I'm right, I, I really try to like stick to my guns, and right. I. To me, I kind of look as myself as like, man, I'm kind of like a hypocrite because I look at these like really strong conservatives or liberals. They're sticking to their fucking guns. They're not changing the way mm-hmm. they think. And then I'm like, man, that's bullshit. What? I'm right. And then I'll go. <laughs> no matter this, what. Yeah. Then I'll do the same fucking thing. And I'm like, no, Dustin, come on. Keep yeah. fucking turning the wheel, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, it hurts the pride. And like, <laughs> and like yep. pride getting hurt is like the worst pain ever. Yeah. That's worse than getting choked out. That's worse than bombing on stage. It's worse than anything when somebody really attacks you on that pride level. And, yeah. And especially when you realize in the middle of an argument or in the middle of a discussion, you're like, shit, I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. Um, and this person is just totally rubbing it in. Like, oh, I can't why, admit this right now. That's why I hate relationships. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, you're right. But I'm not going to let you know that until like seven months from now. Then yeah. you'll know. It's like, hey, remember that time? You were right. I'm okay with saying I'm wrong in a relationship. I just don't want to rub them in my face. I wanted them to go like, oh, well, thank you for saying you're wrong. And now we're on the same page. And, you yeah. know, if somebody rubs it in my face, on the other hand, they're never getting I was wrong again. Yeah. 
They're never getting that again. Yeah. Well, because you can't, you can't uh, open yourself up like that and yeah. be vulnerable like that because that's, that's every, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, yeah. White, black, female, male, any, mm-hmm. anything in between of all those things. Yeah. Admitting you're wrong is a tough thing to do. And, yeah, it and really is. When you do, hopefully the person is there to go like, well, I'm glad you've learned that. Yeah. I really am. Actually, uh, I just, I, I, I was dating a girl for a year. I, we just broke up this past week. I feel really fucking good. I don't know why. We, we ended on like a really like good note. Right. That's cool. Um, it, was, like, it was very mutual, but just like the, oh, you're wrong. I don't know why this made me think about this, but mm-hmm. the first argument we ever had had a pair of fucking Jordans. Loved these fucking Jordans. And they were all white. I don't know why I always get all white shoes. I'm rocking the Forrest Gumps right now. Right. But I, I fucking, that's all I talk about. Man, no one better not get my fucking shoes dirty. I used to work with children. So like, still stomp on my fucking feet, and I'm like, no, give a fuck about your parents. Get off my Jordans. And then <laughs> we were actually going to a show at Burt's, <laughs> and she just fucking shoot me out for the whole goddamn hour drive. All you care about is those goddamn shoes. You hadn't even fucking. <laughs> she went off on me, and at the end of it, I was like, she was like, just don't talk about cleaning them again. I was like, I'm still gonna fucking clean them. <laughs> Now they're my running shoes. Now they're dirty as fuck. So I guess she won it. I don't know. Right. Is there a winner to that? (laughs) (laughs) Most arguments are like... They're fucking zero sum. It's a zero sum contest. I look at all the arguments I've been in and most, 99% of them, I'm like, man, wasted energy. Mm -hmm. So much wasted energy. Like, why the fuck did I care about the collard green she had ate or whatever? I don't fucking know. Right. But I don't know. I say that a lot. I don't know, and and that's that's one of the most. It makes me sound stupid, but it's also one of the most truest things I say. It's the truest thing anyone can say. Yeah, really, like, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm I'm just trying to figure this shit out, and yeah. that's a lot with my stand up. Most of my stand up is like, hey, gay moms, but right. <laughs> that's like one half, and then the other half is just like, dude, I don't fucking know. Right? Do y'all know? Because I don't fucking know. Is everyone? I don't know. Are y'all all in on this? Do y'all know? I don't know. I don't right. know about life. I don't know about relationships are hard. I don't know about fucking religion. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like that. That's my whole fucking thing. And that's mostly most of my podcast. Right. It's it's called the Richardson rant. I just bitch and complain. It's basically like listening to like an old ass, like a old ass man. It's just like fucking kids skateboarding on the goddamn sidewalk, right, right. and I hate it. And then at the end of the whole thing, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, kid, maybe the kids are right. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. It's concrete for a reason. Someone, right. someone should have skated on it. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, oh yeah, let's go ahead and end it there. All right, dude. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for having me on. This was a, a blast. When you were talking about it and talking about the concept, I was like, I, I would fucking love to be on this. So, hey, man, thank you so much. Awesome, indeed. Yeah. And you guys should check out the uh, the Richardson rant. Yes. That's gone. It was on Spotify, Apple. Yes, all it's on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and probably other shitty apps that no one has. Right. But, you got you on YouTube as well? Uh, YouTube? No, no, no okay. YouTube. No. Do I have anything right. on YouTube? No. All right. So, uh, yeah, just to clarify, he's not actually wearing a Nazi shirt. That was a joke <laughs> earlier. Um, I'm the one wearing the Nazi shirt. Yeah. So. Fuck you, Atari. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, Atari was created by Hitler. You guys <laughs> know that. Uh, all right. That's been it. 
Uh, that was Dustin Richardson, and as always, go fuck yourself. <laughs>